Good evening, my friend. Well, it's Friday, and I guess that means something to you. To me, it really doesn't. I'm I'm lucky in some respects because every day to me is the same as another. They're kind of the same, which is okay, which is fine. And tonight's subject is very, very, it, it, it sounds extremely cataclysmic. Uh, because it says specifically, uh, America is on the brink of cataclysmic change, if you want it. Cataclysmic change, is that good or bad? What does that mean? Let me tell you for the most part what this means. Let me see if I can explain it to you. For the most part, I, like so many other people, well, let me, let me, let me rephrase, let me remove myself from the calculus of this. I from the calculus of other people. Remove myself from this because I am telling you right now that I am convinced that I and I think you, maybe you and you and I understand that we have struggles and challenges now that nobody on on any platform that we can deal with is remotely able to address this. It's that simple. I feel as though I am walking back in time and I'm dealing with people who don't really understand what the issues are or who care. And that's an interesting point. People who don't care. They don't care. It's, it's, it's the first thing we have to address. We can talk about this all day long and we can remain part of a very tight group of people who care about something to the exclusion of the rest of the world who, who find it not even amusing. Let me say this again. What you and I care about, what we worry about, what we're thinking about, Virtually no one is, and nobody in the world of left-right political, you know, Fox News or whatever it is. And Fox News is very important. Fox News is very important. It has become the embodiment, kind of like the Ed Sullivan Show or the, or the, uh, the, I'm trying to think of your show of shows. It's it's the go-to entertainment medium where a bunch of rich people who themselves are in no way connected to anything that's even remotely uh, connected as to what's going on, surface level, they still represent the most important aspect of the entire political cognoscenti, if you can even use that term. And every place I go, and everyone I talk to, and all my friends and people that I really like, people who are, who are really good people, do not know what I'm talking about. I have no one to talk about. There are very few people, very few people, and what they do discuss misses the point completely. And what I mentioned before, and I'm telling you this again, and I want you to listen, and it sounds like I'm saying what other people have said, but I'm not. It's different. There are two people right now who pose 
very interesting and very critical. And, and I hope they don't. I don't really have a lot of faith in Tucker. It's Tucker Carlson and Bobby Kennedy Jr. I don't have a lot of faith uh, in Tucker because let me explain something. He's a performer, and he's not. He's not. He's not serious. He's a performer. He is like Trump. He wants to be Trump. Tucker Carlson enjoys being Tucker Carlson. But what he can be doing right now to refurbish, redirect, retool the way people think about news and issues is so critical right now. I can't even I can't even put it into words. It is that critical, that important. Seriously. He could bring more, he could bring people into the into the fold who've never thought about this. Who've said, let's let's take what you've thought and let's start from the beginning. And Bobby Kennedy too. Bobby Kennedy, go back and look what he has talked about. And you're gonna have to go and you're gonna listen to people. You're gonna have to read like, you know, other other uh, um, uh, sites, if you will. On my private channel, I go into deeper uh, deeper deeper levels of this. Social media have made it very, very clear that there are some things it, they, do not want to discuss. And we're not talking about things that are filthy or profane, but subject matter. And I dig that. I understand it completely. Tell me the rules. All I ask is that you tell me the rules. I don't care if you want to talk about certain things or not, whatever it is, whether it's YouTube or whether it's uh, uh, Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. Tell me what the rules are. I dig. That's all. That's all. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I will comport. I will comply. I will absolutely, I have no problem with it. It's when I don't know what they are, that's the problem. Then that becomes. But there are people, there are Alternative news sites. There are people who are great in terms of focusing you. No, no, look here. Let me give you an example of something. And I think um, Tucker to an extent. And I think, and I think we're seeing more and more of Bobby Kennedy has done this as well. I want to give you this analogy, and this will maybe help explain this the most. I want you to imagine you're dealing with somebody from, from the past, maybe a relative, somebody from somebody who, who asks you to explain what is going on now. And I want you to imagine this, and you say, okay, let me explain something to you. If you want to find out how policies change, you don't go to Hollywood. Excuse me. You don't go to, well, maybe you don't go to Washington or the state capital. You go elsewhere. You go to outboard organizations. We used to look at the UN. The UN was very important. Nobody really understand what the UN was. Well, it's not really the UN. All of a sudden, World Health Organization came along, especially during COVID. World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab came along and became this purveyor of ESG, this equality and sustainability and globalism, whatever the hell it is, ESG. And, and, and there's no way for you to even keep track of these. And what they did was this independent private organization said, we're going to establish these standards. 
And in order for you to get a a high enough rating, an ESG standard, in order to compete, why? Because we will create a situation in which we, we are asking you to compete. We're, we're controlling this. You, this. We're just an independent organization. We have no jurisdiction in your country, nothing. But we're here. I like the good housekeeping seal of approval or the underwriter's laboratory or these kind of outboard things. We have decided the ESG ratings. And if you, if you score high enough, either as a country, as an industry, you will benefit from available money, financing, perks, from platforms that likewise work with us. Okay, now you can you can you can say this is crazy. You can make fun of it, which is what they do, and invariably Fox News will spend most of their time talking about it and laughing about it. But they're missing what's happening. I would also tell somebody from the from the past that there was something recently that was that came along. And if you this goes to show you how people don't know how to read it. Low hanging fruit. It was Dylan Mulvaney, Anheuser Busch. That's it. So what they did was they have people like Chris Rock and other people shooting beer and making jokes about the fact that Dylan Mulvaney is a trans male or that's not the point. The Human Rights Campaign, which basically is a Soros-funded organization, came up with something called CEI, the Corporate Equity Index. Another index, another, another, my God, I almost fell, another um, uh, 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 credit score, so to speak. And there were other people that told Anheuser-Busch and others, listen, we're Vanguard, we're, we're BlackRock. If you don't up your... CEI, your index, based upon HRC. Remember, not WEFESG, but HRC, CEI. You see what I'm saying? If you don't do that, we can pull all of our money elsewhere. So they said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's do it. And then when they did it, they said, is that okay with you? Yes. Meanwhile, every the the cataclysm, the response was un, un, unparalleled. Then there was DEI. DEI, there's diversity, equity, and, uh, and uh, integration, whatever the hell. I mean, you, I'm BLM, remember BLM before. They're, they're still there. But then we have this thing called the CRITS, C-R-I-T-S. And CRITS are part of another CLS and CRT. CLS is Criminal Legal Studies, which is from the 70s, which was really, which, which gave, gave life to this thing called critical race theory. And critical legal studies and critical race theory basically take something and they respond or they review, they alter what's going on. For example, critical race theory basically says we're going to perhaps retool and re-examine the history of the United States in a different way. And the 1619 program came up and it was accepted and then later on, reluctantly, the New York Times even had to correct it. But understand how this works. This is a; These are independent, non-governmental agencies that come up with these criteria, these credit scores and that sort of thing. 
Look at what the credit score is. Look at FICO and Equifax and TransUnion. These are not, this isn't government mandated. But if you want to have any kind of, if you want to get a car, you got to have a, some kind of score. It's a perfect model. Everything that you see is built upon later on. Critical legal studies came about that says we're going to use the law, the legal system, in order to, uh, to, uh, to approach, to deal with the inequities, the inequality, the, the problems that are associated with life in this horrible world. And people have been using for far too long the criminal justice system as a truncheon, as a bludgeon. So basically, we're going to use a criminal justice system not not to lower the boom on criminals, but basically to rekindle, readdress, refurbish, reapproach. And there's also something called restorative justice. Now, for the past 12 minutes, I've been talking, and I've been explaining to you what is happening right now, which is so much a part of what we're doing right now. It is so important for you to understand this, and you're not being explained this to. This is what is happening. I don't want to meme. I don't want to jiff. I don't want to do a funny video. I don't want to laugh. I don't want to throw my hands up. I want you to understand this is what happens. It's like a pathologist saying, this is the mechanism of cancer. This is what pancreatic cancer is. These are the symptoms. This is what happens. Here's the treatment. This is what you do. I'm not here to to lament, to moan, to cry. I'm telling you, this is it. I am a realist. I tell you, this is what's happening now. We'll talk later about whether we, we we're assuming you disagree with it. We're just assuming this. Okay, I, I get it. I dig it. You've got to spend time focusing like an adult to take a scholarly approach to this. Or you can be like everybody else and just tweet and just have a gif. Just throw your hands up. Make fun. Pull a Judge Janine or something like that and just 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 laugh at it. Laugh at it. You know, that's it. Laugh at it as your soul form of response. Listen to what I'm saying. What I just described to you is our government. This is the way things work. Not the way they say they work. If you walked into Washington and said, well, excuse me, I want how, how can we change this? Well, we never did this. That's not the law. Who allowed this to happen? They did. Who are they? The people in charge. Who's in charge? Well, you can figure that out for yourself. Where did this come about? Where did these social changes come from? Where? Where did overnight the notion of transgenderism, whether you like it or not, where did this come from? Who is pushing it? Who has talked to the entire medical profession Who got to them? Who basically told them, you are going to do this? Do you understand that? Absolutely. Now, I'm not going to rehash. I'm not. There are people still wanting to rehash COVID argumentation. It's time to move on. 
There's things that are happening right this moment, right before us. And the first thing is to tell you that you have to know who runs the show. It's like if I didn't explain... Do you know... Give me an example. Did you know that before... Before uh, Joe Valachi really, before... Oh, Vinny Teresa later on, but before Joe Valachi, nobody knew about organized crime. Nobody. Nobody knew how this thing worked. They didn't know who's running the... Here in, in, uh, in uh, New York, in Manhattan in particular, in the garment section, it was the Lucchese family, Tommy Lucchese, three fingers brown, right? Nobody knew who this was. Who is this? Who's wait a minute? Why am I paying? Well, if you want to be, if you want your trucks to run, you got to pay who? Who those people? Who are they? Those people? Don't mess with them. They would go to the police and say, "I've got to pay somebody, or else my they're going to prevent my goods and clothing from being distributed." Who those people? Who are they? I don't know. Nobody knew who they were until Joe Valachi. They thought Frank Costello was Irish. They had no idea. J. Edgar Hoover was trying to keep this quiet because he and Clyde Tolson, his friend, were beholden to American organized crime. Plus, they wanted to push communism versus organized crime. How is the head of the National Police Department ever going to admit that there's organized crime in this country? My point for the analogy is that they were, now you understand, oh, I get it. Yes, the mob, maybe not so much now, but this was the biggest thing anybody ever saw. And the mob of the 40s, 50s, and 60s were responsible for assassinations and became part of, in essence, the war. They were, they were in essence, an adjunct to the American war effort, and they worked hand in hand. If I said this in the 40s, they would think to myself, you're out of your mind. Who? Yes, a group of Italian-Americans, specifically Sicilian, brought over here by virtue of, a, of an Italian feudal system, basically feudal, <laughs> the old, this was a peasant uprising, if you will, but they came from here. Gladio, okay, I don't want to go through the history of the mob. The point is, you know this to be true now. But during the 40s and 50s, they didn't know this. This is this moment. This is a watershed moment. You've got to realize, you've got to stop what you're doing, turn off Fox News and say, I'm not learning anything. This is not explaining anything to me. If if in the 1500s, I went and I'm saying, you see these people in these, they have cancer. What's that? That's responsible for what's happening. We, we know how this works. And if you want to know about it, you don't learn about it by watching Fox News or OAN or Newsmax or Breitbart. I mean, they're good, but they don't tell you this. They give you bumper sticker. It's critical. Do you understand? Is this making sense to you? And why it's important for you to understand this and why people are going to like this is that I can bring people into the fold, into this tent, and they can say, listen, this has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican. I'm not talking about this. 
I don't care if you're a lefty or conservative. What I'm talking about is different. It's about who runs the world, who runs the show. I'm not, I'm not talking about anything you thought I was talking about. Does this make sense to you? And the two people right now, believe it or not, who could do this, again, I'm not so sure about Tucker because I think he's, I think he kind of digs, I mean, the expression, I'm just here for the beer kind of a thing. Ah, Bobby Kennedy, he's, he's legit. He's legit. He really is legit. As legit as we're going to get. Now, the next thing. World government. This is something Americans have no interest in and never have. The closest thing was World War II, maybe Vietnam, a little bit of Korea, Iraq and Afghanistan, not really, because we really, we were, we just, they assumed we were just doing well there and, you know, protecting from something or other. They run the show. What is happening right now with Russia and China cannot be explained. Let me explain something to you. Let me remind you of something. In 1949, in China, they were eating dirt. Okay? In 1949, what they have been, what they have done, we came to them initially and we were going to help them. Rockefeller, Kissinger, others, help these people out. If you help them, if you help them, then you can kind of control them. Because when they learn and see freedom and our American way of life, when they see this, they will in turn be liberated by virtue of wanting to be like us. Okay. We have this idea of what was responsible for the end of the Soviet Union. And if you believe people who believe in this Reagan fantasy, it's that it was Ronald Reagan and Ronald Reagan brought down the Soviet Union, and okay, fine. I'm not going to argue that. Read George Kennan. Read what was happening then. Read what people were saying. Read what was responsible for that. I want you to listen to me and I want you to listen carefully. First rule of realism. Read anything, listen to anything John Mearsheimer from University of Chicago says. He is by far my favorite. He is the most... He says it in terms of realism. Countries want superiority. They want supremacy. They're not good guys, bad guys. Understand what they want. Xi Jinping is saying, we are not going to be Russia. We are not going to enjoy this thing called perestroika. We're not going to be, there is not going to be the liberalization of China. It's not going to happen. We are hardcore CCP, the Communist Party. Communist Chinese Party. We are the PLA, People's Liberation Army. We are, we are Communist China. We are not going to lighten up. We're not going to open up anything. They had, what was it, socialism with, with no, uh, capitalism with Chinese sensibilities, or what was it, Deng Xiaoping's version of this. Look at what's going on right now. They are unlike 
anything else. They are unlike anything else. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying this to say they're bad people or they're whatever it is because we always make things out to be evil, he's evil, he's... No, no, no. People, people... Evil is a... There are some people who are certainly... Well, we are despotic by, by our... By our standards, but but they're they're not evil per se. That that oversimplifies it. We do not know how to compete with these people, and we can talk about all we want. We have the the ultimate military, 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 military. You think we're going to do what? We're going to what? Invade Beijing? I don't think so. We don't even understand this. What are we going to do with our military? What are we going to do? Who is going to handle this next? And I'm not talking about, it's not that, listen, let me just say this. It's not that China wants to come out and say, well, we want to you know, uh, surpass you monetarily, economically. They think we are evil. There is something debauched about us. There is something corrupt about us. It's not, it's, we thought the same thing about Russia with the evil empire. We looked at Russia. These people were from another planet. That they were consummately evil. That they were dour and mean. And we look at that now. There are people who still look at Putin like he's some kind of a, of a ruffian. or I don't know what, I, I have no idea what. This is something. I can't tell you enough. We have no foreign policy. Let me say this again. We have no foreign policy. Let me say this one more time. We have no foreign policy. We're sitting back and we're watching this. And this is, and I'm not here to make fun of people. I'm not... I'm not here to do this. We are not in control anymore. Now, we can say we're still the biggest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does this make any sense to you? Somewhere along the line, somewhere along the line, this change came into this country. And this is where I think the Bobby Kennedys and maybe the Tuckers can help. And I want to get new Americans. I want to say, listen to me. Sit down for a moment. Let, let's talk about what we agree with. Don't, don't, let's, let's don't use the word woke anymore. Let, let's, let's just talk to each other, okay? What is it that you really want? What is it that you really want? Tell me the concern that you are. And you're going to meet people who say, my concern, most of all, and the look you in the eye is, say, climate change. What are you going to do when you meet that? What is the Republican Party going to do? And by the way, by, by default, they're the only game in town who can even approach this because the Democrats are not going to do this. So let me ask you something. If you're, if you're going to advise the, uh, Dem- uh, the Republicans, what are you going to say to somebody who says, climate change is my number one fear? What are you going to say? Are you going to laugh at them? Are you going to mock them? What are you going to do? Tell me what you're going to do. Tell me what you're going to do in 2024. Tell me what you're going to do. Republicans don't even talk about it. Nothing. They have no interest in this whatsoever because they think it's silly. 
and it's uh, woke, and uh, that's it. They have nothing to offer. Nothing. Nothing. Biggest mistake you can make. You're politi- they want to come over to you, but if you're mocking them, they're not going to listen to you. Next, what are you going to do about right to life? Or reproductive freedom? Or abortion? Or adopt? What do you want to call this? What is the official position of the Republican Party? What is it? It's incoherent. It's incoherent. You have a lot of people who mean well, and I think they're, they're, uh, they're motivated by uh, uh, strong feelings of either religion or faith, and that's a wonderful thing. Politically, you're dead. What are you going to do about that? How do you handle that? Most people, well, not most, a lot of people say, I don't care. I'm right, you're wrong, I don't care about you anymore. I don't care about you. I'm right. Okay. Well, what do you stand for? What? You're not going to do anything about climate change. You're not going to even address it. You've got a new, you've got a constituency out there that you can at least talk to. You're not going to do that. You're going to mock them. Okay. You're going to get Greg Gutbucket to come out there and he's going to laugh at people and mock them. And that's always good. That, that's great. Terrific. Uh, reproductive, uh, abortion, whatever. What are you going to do? You going to talk about that? Do you have any plans? Do you have any? No, nothing. So what's your position? What do you believe in? Joe Biden said specifically, this is what we're going to run on. And he mentioned reproductive freedom or reproductive rights or whatever you, whatever you want to call it, uh, climate change and the like. He told you this. They're telling you specifically what is going on. You can laugh all you want. There are people in this country, people in the world, where they are there from another generation or another time, and they are completely petrified about this thing called climate change. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. So what is your what is your position? Well, tell me. What is it? Crime? Okay, that's good. What else? What else? The number one issue, the number one issue for anybody running for office is to pick no more than three. Three things you're going to talk about and that's it. Just three. Any more than three and you're wasting your time. And they've got to be very simple. They've got to be one sentence. There's a, there's a rule, I forget who said this, somebody said one time, that history, that, that the that the the, the, the greatest people in the world can be summed up in one word. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Boom. That's it. That's it. George Washington, father of our country. I mean, you can say something. You have to speak very, very clearly. What is it that you're trying to do? So Bobby Kennedy is out there. Bobby Kennedy is the darling of the... He's, he poses a very serious threat to the, to the Democrats. Very serious. If they tell you he's he, if they tell you he's starting at fourteen, it's 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 twenty percent. He's good. He's smart. He has something to say. And there's a lot of people who are listening only because it's him. Same thing you and I would say, but only because it's him. He's very serious. He's very sober. There's a degree of gravitas to what he's saying. Listen to what I'm telling you. He is a very serious contender. I would listen to him. If I were the Democrats, I'd pay attention to him. 
Big time. Now, what's going to happen in election 2024? The Democratic nominee cannot possibly, possibly be as is Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. It appears that they are perhaps trying to move Kamala Harris, maybe with this AI czar, which is a most interesting selection. The people who are the most concerned regarding the Democrats are the donors. Very concerned. Very concerned. It's not working. And they know this. They know it. Everybody knows this. Democrats, you can learn a lesson. Why? They stick together. AOC, the squad, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, Elon Omar, who's been kind of quiet, and uh, AOC, they never, ever speak negatively about Nancy Pelosi, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, nothing, nothing. They're unified, unified. Republicans, what do they have? Well, you got the Marjorie Taylor Greene contingent over here. Hey, you got the Matt Gaze over here. Hey, you got the Bobert over here. Yeah, we got the Ted Cruz over here. Well, we got the Marco Rubio over here. And we got this group. And we got the Trump group. And we got the DeSantis group. And we have various kind of iterations of vote. There's really no, I don't know who stands for what. Then you got the Tulsi Gabbards, who I don't know what, with the whole Yvonne DiCarlo thing. I don't know. She's over here. She's supposed to be a Democrat, I guess. I'm not sure. You got the Rand Paul Libertarian group over here. He's he's doing his thing. Republicans are are schizoid. I don't know what they're about. I have no. I don't know what they're. About. I don't know. The person who could do it. Now let me let me, let me rephrase this. The person, as of today, who has to be the nominee is Trump, and that is both disastrous but necessary. Trump is like chemotherapy. Trump is radiation. Trump is a poison that may be construed as necessary. Trump Trump is a Trump is something so drastic to really go after a very aggressive I don't want to use the word cancer but a a neoplasm. You need him. You need him. Absolutely, you need him. And you have to take the bad with the good. I just happened to look. I just happened to look. And some wonderful people said, uh, climate change, people are making fun of climate change. Did you hear anything I said just now? I'm just curious. Is anybody, do you hear what I'm saying now? Did you hear what I have to say? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm being serious. Do you know that when I say, if you want to go out and make fun of people and say climate change is stupid, people who believe in climate change are stupid, they're idiots, they're fools, whatever it is, climate change is the sun, do you want to do that? Is that? Do you think that's your take? Is that your take? That's the Fox News. That's the gut bucket. Uh, uh, take that's 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 not that's the let's mock people let's slam let's torch let's rip let's make fun of let's mock 
That's the way you do it? You're going to lure people over. By going out and taking an entire generation that maybe maybe you can kind of help lead, we hope, maybe with Tucker. Tucker's got to calm down a little bit. But Bobby Kennedy can do it because he's, remember, he's a Democrat. That's the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to get those people. I'm going to bring them over here. And you don't get them by mocking them. But see, that's what people do. They just mock. They're not interested in this. This is a this is a a slam book. This is mean girls. I have never heard anybody even begin to understand the horrors that AI and AGI can present. No one. No one. Let me say this again. Not here. Never on TV. Never on TV than most people are watching. But on the internet, as it were, I'm going to say something again. And I find this to be incredible. The most rational, the most important, n- not always, but, but you know, the most rational person on media today is Joe Rogan. I can get more done through him through. He is he is and if you ever put him on TV, you'll kill him. If you ever put him on TV, you will kill him. And 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 for those who are interested in Tucker, the only thing for Tucker is to do something similar to what Joe's doing. Where he may where he it it, it it's his show and you don't have to stop and uh, put on Candace Owens to pick up the slack or something like that. I don't know. You've got to get rid of hacks. You've got to get rid of the usual suspects. And you've got to get some of the most novel people out there. And we've got to go out and we've got to take younger people and say, let me explain this to you. I want to work with you. I want to listen to you about your concerns, about climate change, about the environment. They never say the environment. About this. I want you to listen to me. Republicans aren't doing that. And by the way, the Democrats are doing nothing to get the Republicans either. They're not. So you've, you've got this, both people, both sides. And in the middle, you have independents, and they're standing there. So what's it going to be? And if you sat down and listened to people, give me five minutes, give me ten minutes, let me talk to people. I want to scare the hell out of them. And then I'm going to say, what I'm told you right now, you're very scared about this. Did you, did anybody talk to you about this? No. Do you know what's happening with water, farmland, minerals, rare earth metals? How, how do you know that before you know it, water will be the currency of war? That will be the casus belli. Water. Do you realize that over the Libyan, over Libya was a Nubian sandstone aquifer? This was an area this was the area that Muammar Gaddafi said, he pledged, I'm going to make Libya arable. Libya was the Fezzan, Tripolitania, and Cyrenaica. Three kind of, a, you know, this kind of gerrymandered post-Mussolini world. They loved him. They loved him. And he said, I'm going to bring water. Water is the Currency of everything. Desalinization doesn't work. The the energy is you can't you can't do it. 
The Tigris and Euphrates happen to be in Iraq. And what's that? It's a Garden of Eden. It's a fertile crescent. It's right there. Iran. What was Iran really after? What what was that really about? Oil, yeah, to an extent, but it was water. Israel, the Golan Heights, water. This is water. Water is water, water, water everywhere. Nary a drop to drink. What's that? Coleridge or the ancient Marin or whatever. This is it. It's a concern. Nobody is even remotely talking about who owns the water. Who owns it? You want to talk about Climate change? I'm going to talk to you about that. Does anybody talk to you about that? I'm concerned about it. I'm concerned what's in the sky. I'm concerned about what's happening here. I'm concerned about people from other countries buying up our farmland and basically shutting off from our own food. That's what I'm talking about. But if you want to get people's attention in this country, you know what you do? You put you put a story there about bugs. About, about Klaus Schwab and people eating bugs. I'm not going to eat bugs. I'm going to eat my burger because I like my burger because animal protein and animal flesh is good for you. And I'm going to eat my burger. You're not going to make me eat bugs. (laughs) And they talk about that. They talk about that for weeks. Who's talking about bugs? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mental health problems through the roof. Kids right now, schizophrenia. Rising rates of schizophrenia because of uh, of uh, marijuana use through the roof. The Biden crime family, incredible. The fact that Hunter Biden and that laptop is a trove of perhaps evidence for all, I mean, it, it 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 is beyond anything anybody can even see. What's going to happen in Ukraine with Russia? What's going to happen? What is that about? What is that about? We live in a world right now. This is my favorite globe. Got this said Dollar Tree. I love Dollar Tree. Actually, now it's a dollar and a quarter tree. And this is funny. Let me explain this to you. This is our part of the world. This is us. It's pretty simple. See that? That's us. There we go. Right there. That's us. This is the rest of the world. See that? See how complicated that is? A lot of borders. A lot of borders, a lot of languages, a lot of cultures. You drive two hours in another country. Different world. And I happened to have this with me one day. And a friend of mine had his Ukrainian flag, which is one of the Ukrainian people are wonderful people. I said, by the way, do me a favor. Where is Ukraine on... They, they used to call it the Ukraine. The Ukraine. Where is it here in terms of Russia? Russian Federation's here. Russian Federation still cover, I think, like 11 time zones it did then. Just just look at where where is it. Where is Donetsk and Lugansk and the Donbass and Crimea and the Boxing and where the strategic... Who's Kennan? Who's Mearsheimer? Who's Kotkin? Who are these people? Who's Victoria Nuland? Who's, how does NATO work? What is NATO? What does NATO want? Is Ukraine going to get into NATO? What about Finland? No idea. But he had a little filter on his Facebook page. And he also had, by the way, a flag. This is America. So let me just leave you with that. And let me just tell you something. 
you are going to have a couple of choices. What most people are going to do is they're going to say, you know what, do me a favor. Thanks a lot. It's Friday. I don't care. I This stuff you're talking about, you know, that's okay. And that's nice. And, and, and I know you're trying to do a good job. You're bringing, you're, bringing, you're bringing up stuff that nobody cares about and I don't care about. I don't know. Where I, I, I don't know. Water. You're talking about water. and What now about the EIF and the GIG? I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're talking about. Tucker, I don't care. Bobby Kennedy, you know what? I, I'm busy. Look, it's Friday. I worked hard this week. I don't have time to worry about this. I don't have time. I'm not interested in this. This is what most people do. Let me just, I'll watch a little news. Just just let me watch something that's kind of funny. I, I, I like studio audiences and make it very simple. Laptops, stolen, good guy, bad guy. That's what I want. Don't waste my time with this kind of stuff. Let me laugh about stuff. Let me laugh at the other time. And, and I don't want to think about China because frankly, you know, I just don't. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's this, I just, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're right, but I, you know. That's the problem. That's the problem. And you don't have that problem. That's why you're different. And I'm speaking to you because you don't have that problem. That's not who you are. I know it. I know it. And thank God for you. So that's it for now. I appreciate this. Thank you for listening to me. Make sure you get other people. Remember, get your get your family in. If they're not registered to vote, it's a waste of time. All this is it's a waste of time. If you don't vote, it's a waste of time. If you don't contact your political leaders, it's a waste of time. It's that simple. And I don't want to waste any more time. I don't know about you. So you have a great and a glorious day. Thank you so, so very much for your focus, for your sincerity, for your interest, for your caring. It's tough. We pretty much are on our own. We, I mean, it's, it's, it's really true. We're on our own. So until tomorrow, 8 a.m., same bad time, same bad channel. Have a great and a glorious night. Happy Friday to you. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.